0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly talk show for parents of challenging children, with your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela will interview an individual or professional within the mental health community. Different from the Other Kids. Season 2, production of Marketing Navy Agency.
1: Welcome to another episode of Different from the Other Kids. We are on now, as of right now, it is unbelievable that you happen to be here for this epic moment in history. You are at the start of Season 2. I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. We've had a short hiatus, only a couple weeks, uh, but this is the first day that we're starting all back again. We have new voices, we have new stories, new parents, new kids, and some new professionals to talk to. Thanks very much for tuning in. Let's get this ball rolling. want to introduce you to somebody that is quite special to me. Her name is Debbie, and she is... Atticus's mom Atticus a young man uh, at 25 years old and said he wanted to help with this project which was so kind because he has had his own struggles and challenges in his life as a young man and he's done pretty darn well at changing that around so I really appreciate that this um, mother-son combination has come forward. I want to have a quick conversation if we may about uh Obsessive-compulsive disorder, it involves unwanted and disturbing thoughts, images, and or urges that intrude into the mind that cause a great deal of discomfort. To reduce the discomfort, the person affected engages in repetitive behaviors or mental acts, which is otherwise known as a compulsion. Some of the more common obsessions would be contamination. You hear people that have to wash their hands all the time, accidental harm to themselves or others. Third would be symmetry and exactness. It's a need to have items ordered in a certain way, according to color, size, or even facing a certain direction. The people affected get anxious because it just doesn't feel right if it's out of place. Or if my shoes are not arranged properly, my mum will die. That's pervasively what goes on in their minds. It sounds really a bit far-fetched, but if you've ever known anybody with OCD, you would know that this is a real challenge, and this is, uh, I know they can sound odd. Sometimes it actually, the actual analogy that they're giving you about how they're feeling doesn't really make any sense, and they don't really know that it's odd. That's the challenge. Uh, they often will focus on doing the right thing all the time, or pe- perhaps be unable to complete anything because they're worried about the smallest mistake they might make. With all that stuff going on, of course, in your mind, anxiety becomes a natural state. It can lead to a high baseline level of anxiety, which can make it difficult to face even the most basic problems or even small hurdles in someone's day. I really appreciate that uh, Debbie has come forward to have a conversation with us about what her child's childhood uh, would have looked like, some of the things that they faced, some of the things that perhaps worked, some of them that didn't work. I just wanted to uh, express our great appreciation I am lucky enough to be sitting here with a lovely friend of mine and she has a child that has been difficult in the past who is now quite a, well, he's a young man, I guess you call him now, or a full-on man, Deb? He's a full-on man. He's a full-on on man. Full-on man. <laughs> he's a full-on man. He's a full-on man. But yeah. I did want to have a conversation with Debbie because when I met her, I know that um, uh, things were pretty challenging for her at home with him and the stuff that she has gone through I thought might be really helpful for you guys, uh, our parents, to hear and I'm just hoping that Deb won't mind walking us through a little bit. Okay, so Deb, if I can ask you uh, first, at what point did you know that your son was different from other kids?
2: Um, I'm thinking it would be pre-kindergarten.
1: Okay, so you knew early. Yeah,
2: pre- well, I knew he was different. Not that there was going to be trouble down the line, but that he was different. Mm-hmm. Baseball games, parent-child baseball games at the uh, daycare, you know, he was out turning over rocks and looking at ants and no interest at all in joining the other kids or hanging with the other kids. So, you know, that was, it's not, and it wasn't a worrisome thing. He just went, oh, well, his dad's a little, his dad's a little off. Like <laughs> his dad's a little that <laughs> way, you know, into books, into himself. So I didn't really think anything of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until grade uh, kindergarten, actually, the kindergarten teacher asked me to come in because he wasn't, um, he wasn't adjusting well he was going in the closet and he was hiding under his desk and doing stuff like that. Now it was two, he, he started kindergarten and another school and then we moved, but so it was maybe October. So it was only a month, you know, a month difference. You know, okay. September to October. So I, I would go in and help and, you know, make him more comfortable. And then by grade two, we were at sick kids hospital.
1: Okay. And what, yeah. what, what made you go there?
2: Um, he was having lots of issues at school, not socializing well with the other kids, breaking pencils.
1: Oh, so he was just kind yeah. of frustrated?
2: Really, really frustrated. And Was he
1: frustrated socially, do you think, mostly, or was he frustrated with school as well? He was
2: frustrated with everything. And plus, his father and I were no longer together. And they were saying that that was an issue. His father wasn't coming to visit. And could I get him to you know? Could we get them together? or Try you know? Because he was expressing that he wasn't. I read it in a report card actually. Oh, because I, I completely forgot. This is years later that I found a report card that mentioned about his father. Okay. So that's really bizarre because I totally blanked that out. Yeah, um, it's amazing how much that's yes. that's, that's actually mm-hmm. a
1: subject that I should probably bring yeah. that I should probably bring it up again. Um, it was many episodes ago that I. I had a conversation with somebody and I said, it is just unbelievable how much we block out. Yeah. Like you're, you're not yeah. even remembering that until you no. read it later. Yeah. I know when you're going through this stuff as parents, mm-hmm. yeah, forgive yourself for forgetting stuff. Cause that's, um, that's normal. I think it's yeah. a bit traumatic. So we end up blocking mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Yeah, my son was two and a half when I got together with my new husband.
1: Okay. So you were talking about, um, that it was uh, grade two that you ended up taking him into, where did you take
2: first? We went to a local, First went to a local psychologist, and it was kind of the standard guy that everybody went to,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it really wasn't. He wasn't really helping. Okay. So don't ask me how. I can't really remember. But we were referred to a crisis group at a Kids Hospital.
1: Okay, so yes. before we go there, okay. uh, let's qualify exactly okay. what it was that you were seeing that led you uh, oh. to to this to have to seek help.
2: Hand washing. One of the major. And wipes. what? What do you mean by that? Constantly washing his hands. Okay. And
1: like to the point where it was interfering in his life. Or? Yes,
2: and not and not being clean. It was always there was always a question of being clean.
1: Okay, so there was okay, so it was yeah. over an over um, concentration on cleanliness. Yes. Okay.
2: Um, there was a lot of toilet issues.
1: Okay, in what respect?
2: Um, getting in there, and not being able to get out of the washroom. Okay. Yeah, it was a big
1: thing. Okay. So what would, what does that look like when you say it's a big thing? Like, would he be there for like an hour or? He could be there for two hours. Okay.
2: If we were planning to go out, and he and he got in the washroom, then you weren't going out.
1: Oh wow! Okay. Um, oh no,
2: no, no, no! You would you would be stuck.
1: Okay. well wow. And
2: so I would have to talk him down, talk him off. Right. There'd be head banging, head smashing against the wall. So he would be a, frustrated a lot, with
1: the fact that you were trying to get him to. That he
2: couldn't get off the toilet. Okay. You know, lots of toilet paper, we used to make a joke, a tree a week in our house, because it would just be reams and reams and reams and reams
1: of paper. Okay. Yeah. And at this point, so that's happening at home, and then at school, he's just really not...
2: Not not fitting in at all. Okay.
1: okay. And he's is he giving the teachers a difficult time as well? Is he frustrated with schoolwork as well?
2: Um, You know what, I really can't remember. I know... I know that obviously there were school issues, but I can't rem- exactly remember what
1: the yeah. issues were at school. Okay, no problem. Okay, so um, so then you get to referred over to SickKids. So kids. we go
2: to SickKids, and we were it was amazing. It was a, a it was a group that we were with. So there was a psychologist, a psychiatrist, Dr. DeLisandro, who's quite famous. There was a nurse. There was no um, right. So there was a nurse, and then there was a, a, like another kind of nurse, like a
1: a psychiatric? Nurse?
2: Yeah, there was three. There was three of them. Okay. They talked to him. We would go once a week. They they were uh, they assessed him and they came back with that he had obsessive, oh OCD.
1: Okay. Obsessive compulsive disorder.
2: OCD. Yeah. And, yep. and I couldn't believe it. Of course, you're a parent. You mm. don't. My my husband could believe it very easily. Okay. And so, on our next visit, um, we were there and he said, "Could you please tell my wife again that he has this?" So they said, "Yes." your son has OCD. Okay. And of course there's tears and you're crying and it was, you know, it was awful. Mm-hmm. But Then they they cut that program. The funding was finished. They cut the program. Alessandro went back to Italy, I think.
1: Oh wow, actually.
2: And so we were left again with nobody. And
1: With nobody and did nobody. It, so they gave you some kind of a diagnosis. Did did, did with yes. their medication? There was prescribed? medication. Yes. Okay. And did he take it? Yes, he did. And how did it go?
2: Um It helped with the sleeping a bit, the anxiety to go to sleep. Oh, I just remembered something. Yeah. I just remembered something. Yes. When he was young, we watched Arachnophobia. Okay. All night long, I was with that child. All night. I was up with him all night long because he couldn't settle after watching that movie. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: that's before any of this other stuff was going on, Mm -hmm. right? That Mm -hmm. that, That was before anything else. You could see the anxiety building.
1: Okay, so it sounds. It, it, would you say did they say uh, sick kids that he had anxiety as well, or they just left it at OCD? I don't remember. Okay,
2: but I do remember when we went to. Okay, so that was that was our sick sick kids experience. Yes. Okay, so from there, with we, we were moved over to the CAMH. Okay, he uh, saw a psychiatrist there, and then he was doing cognitive behavioral therapy with a student. And it was absolutely useless. Okay. It was, okay, bring your cereal bowl in and do this and do that. And it was just really, really frustrating for him. And it didn't, so we were, I'd I'd say we were there for six months and
1: it's so six months of going back and forth once a week,
2: Every once a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once a week.
1: And how long would he be having this? um, An hour. Okay.
2: Oh, I know. We went to a group workshop. For parents with kids with OTD,
1: And this was at what what point do you think?
2: Um, this was around the Cambridge time. This would be Good. like grade three. Oh God, there's so many places we went that I'm getting all mixed up.
1: <laughs> that's okay. There's so it's, many. Yeah.
2: We were, like when I say we were everywhere, we were yeah. everywhere.
1: Welcome, welcome, we, welcome yes, to the system in yes, Canada that, we, that somebody can get this oh mixed up God. over the number we were, of places that they went for help and didn't get it. Yes, that's right.
2: We were everywhere. I know what it was. <laughs> We found, it was a brochure. We'd gone to see another psychiatrist. And it was short and sweet because I don't even remember who it was. Oh, my God. I just thought of another guy. Okay. I just thought of another guy. That was family therapy. That was family therapy. Yeah. Just thought of another guy. Okay. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. There's so many. That's okay. Anyway, um, we found a brochure. And it was a group, a workshop you could go to for parents with kids with uh, OCD and related issues yes so we picked it up never thinking we would use it and then the bathroom thing escalated out of control so we said let's go to this thing so we went and we sat around a, um, a group of 15 16 people
1: yeah
2: some women on their own some couples there was you know women that their husbands had left because they couldn't handle yeah. it um, That's a lot of that yeah. a lot of that
1: uh-huh. um,
2: and we sat and we listened to these stories and we were horrified and we thought oh my god I'm like can you imagine can you imagine that Wow, this isn't for us. Like, we're not that bad. Like, wow, this is not real. Well, it got bad. It got really bad.
1: Okay, so so, yes. so you go, you reach out for help. There's all yes. this stuff that's supposed to be yeah. happening. Nothing seems to be helping. Right. Meanwhile, it's progressing. Yes. Okay. But,
2: but not to the point where we're with these people. We're with these people. And I'm going, oh my God. <laughs> not to the point of the real stories you've yeah. Jeez, you know, we felt lucky. So, <laughs> I, and I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Two, two to three weeks later, it was bad. It oh, was, really? the, it was bad. It was the, um, not being able to, to get out of the bathroom, having trouble at school, not being, you know, if he got in at school, he couldn't get out. Like there was, wow, it was, it got really bad. So we went to this group, it was Dr. Singerman and yeah, there Lord was a group God, of, so what they did was they, um, it was all of our parents and they, every week we went and, uh, they would walk us through and how to handle things. And That's great. There was actually some it, coaching. We actually did it. We actually did it twice. We went through this. We went through
1: it twice. the whole program. Because it really
2: did help. Okay. It really did help. Great. And
1: what were the kinds of things actually, that they were trying to get you to, to do?
2: Um. Well, one thing was acceptance, which was huge. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, so you're planning a trip to Italy, but you end up in wherever. and But look at how nice it is there. Even though you wanted to go to Italy, you're here, and blah, blah, blah. and it's like, and it's so true. It's like you it's know what? True. It is so true, and it's like you know. I just remember PD days. You're waiting to see if he's going to be invited along with the other kids. Yes. You know, you're waiting in the car, and you're you're watching him go, and you're thinking, oh, are they going? To, is he going to get to go today, or am I going to have to, you know, take him home? And he's going to be freaking out because you know he doesn't get to go, and blah blah blah. And, um. I find that you just become so much more uh, accepting of people and their mm-hmm. and their issues Isn't and what so... they have to deal with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You judgment being, you know, judgment goes out the window. I think yeah. you know when you have stuff that you have to deal with.
1: Absolutely. And
2: that course, it it really helped with that. It really helped point that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, so from there, so you're you're getting some coaching, yeah. and so you're able to handle him a little bit better at home. Mm-hmm. And how is he doing? Is is he, is the, is he it getting a little better at this point, or what happens from there?
2: It did help. It did help for sure. And I can give you one little thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Thanksgiving, and the kids were writing on um, maple leaves, you know, paper mm-hmm. maple leaves, what they were thankful for. And there was, he's thankful for this and that. And at the end, it said, and Dr. Singerman. Oh, nice. And I took it in and gave it to him. And he said, can I keep this? Like, he was so... Touched by it,
1: yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's and great. actually,
2: who had who was above him was Attila Toroke, who wrote, who's quite famous for his ADHD books and stuff like that. He's passed on now, but he he was also part of that. He was a very smart guy. Okay, cool. He, he was part of that program.
1: I I assume from there it didn't actually uh, go away, though.
2: You know what? It never went away. Okay. It never went away. Like when I tell you, you'd be able to go to school. I didn't think really you'd graduate. I didn't think he'd ever drive a car. I didn't think any of these things would ever happen. Okay, so
1: the, so his behavior, what he was going through and what was yeah. going on in his head and stuff was so pervasive. Yeah. that he, he was really not, would you say he was functioning very well or no? No. Oh, wow. Oh, no.
2: Like, we, we would go to the cottage and um, I remember once my husband had to go back to Toronto to get his medication fixed to get, because they had changed his medication, they had to go and change it, fix it, like, do whatever. Yeah. Because he, he couldn't sit in his own skin, and there we are on vacation. We got people coming, you know. It was just it was a nightmare for him.
1: Okay, yeah, for that's, all of us. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, it was.
2: He, we couldn't go on a vacation without my mother coming to the house. She did all the caregiving. Yeah, he was he was quite severe, and then as he got older, he didn't want to take the medication.
1: Okay, so right? at what point when he gets older? At what point is older?
2: I would say mid, like middle school, like seven grade seven grade eight that kind of thing okay, he decides yeah. not to
1: take the medication yes yeah, so what, what's his explanation for it that he uh, to?
2: I don't like the way it makes you feel it's not good for me okay you know? so then when we would have episodes, I would have to sit in his sit in the room sit in his bedroom and like beg him to take an add okay because you know stuff's getting broken,
1: so his okay so t- walk me through a little bit yeah. of the the breaking stuff um, oh it was, it, and this is all out of frustration. All out of frustration. Did he ever? Did he? Did he say? Okay, study? one.
2: Okay, one time in particular. This is a big one. Now, this is high school. This is say grade nine. Okay. He liked a girl. He never had a girlfriend. He never. And I guess he liked this girl. And I think maybe he told her. He didn't quite explain it to me fully, but so he came. Home, so he came home, and there was a baseball bat outside or wherever, and he smashed every single one of my pots
1: pots it, like outdoor uh, pot, planting pot. pots
2: he's there was an old um, stupid old i was glad to see it go um <laughs> <laughs> rocking chair that my husband had brought home i thought what he was going to do with it but anyways he smashed that all the bits my mother was home and she was nervous so she went out and said you know you want to stop that you're not going to like yourself after okay and he picked it back and he threw it and landed on the neighbor's roof and
1: okay. that was that Okay, but so that's he was yeah. he was very frustrated. Oh, I guess yeah. he felt very misunderstood.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Did, was there anybody that could really reach him at that time? No. So was he very much no. on his own and in his own room and spending time on his own and doing all that?
2: Well, actually, he was he was hanging out with he got hanging out with some kids at school that were smoking pot and doing things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So he
2: started to do that as well. Okay. Okay. Did that
1: help or hinder?
2: No, for him, it wasn't good. Okay. So he, so now he's seeing a psychiatrist here. In- That's okay. And, um, he's smoking pot and he, I, he's starting to, um, okay. We'd be driving down the highway and he would say, oh, you see those guys in that car over there? They know what I'm thinking.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. They know what I'm thinking. And I'm going, what are you talking
1: about? And this is when he comes off the medication and he's starting to No, he's still on
2: the medication oh. and he's smoking pot. Okay. And mm-hmm. I'm going, I said, so then I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this is scary. Now yep. this is this is another form I haven't seen. Yes. So we go to see the psychiatrist, and he's interviewing him, and he's asking these questions, and then he pull, then he takes us in the room, and he said, uh, yeah, I think he's schizophrenic. Oh
1: shit. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. So I'm it's So that's it. Total meltdown. Mm-hmm. Right. But I see the psychologist that mm-hmm. we'd also been seeing at the hospital, mm-hmm. and he said, I don't think so.
1: Okay. that's a, that's a bit of, It's a bit yeah. of psychosis, though, is yes. what was oh, happening. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, definitely it was. Yeah. And so we put him on res- res- Respiradol. Yeah. Okay, well, that wasn't flying. He hated it. Okay. He hated it. Because that's
1: an antipsychotic, and yeah, the antipsychotics like hard, yes. are harder, to, uh, I, as yes. I understand it, mm-hmm. mentally, that brain fog and stuff that yeah. happens, you just get, it kind of shuts a bunch of stuff oh, yeah. down. he hated it. Okay.
2: And it's funny, because I was sitting in the waiting room, I pick up an article in a magazine, and I'm reading about marijuana and how... It doesn't cause schizophrenia, but if your are predisposition's there, yeah, thank yes. you, Then it can bring it out, yes. right? And that's what was happening. Okay. So, okay. And then there was anyway. So now, now, now he's he's not taking that medication. He's My,
1: still smoking pot, and he's
2: and he's going to school, and he's not going to school. He's he's walking halfway there, and then he's turning around and coming home. And
1: um, so, did the, what happened with the psychosis? Did it just go away, or did it start periodically showing up?
2: When he stopped smoking, it did go away. Like, it oh, did go wow. away. Okay. Yeah, it did.
1: Okay, wow. Yeah,
2: it did. Luckily. luckily. Okay. But there was an episode at home and I, where my husband, he was so out of control. Your also, son? My son. Yes. he was, um, you know, smashing, punching holes in the wall and not going to school. And he needed to, you know, we thought he should be admitted in the hospital for a program.
1: Okay. Hospital. Okay.
2: We can't get him there. So my husband decides to call the police. Right. So I couldn't be there. I had to run out of time.
1: So, so he must, it must have been yeah. an epic it, it was huge.
2: Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was out of control. We didn't know how to handle it.
1: But so it was physically, like, kicking, screaming, yelling? Yeah, Yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, and then, and there was this thing where you could call a crisis team yes. to come. Yes. You've heard of that, right?
1: Coast. In our yes. area, it's coast. Yes. I don't know okay. if you have it here.
2: We have it here. Okay. We had I don't know if that was the name of it. Yes, okay, but it remember, was. But so it's, it's
1: a plainclothes it, police officer and, and a house. psych nurse. or, yes, yes, or something yes. like that. Psychologist, yeah.
2: Yeah. But this was not that my okay. husband called the police okay. and I had to leave because I'm freaking out and crying and I can't be there to see him take away my yes. son. Yes. So he runs away in his sock feet. Okay. He runs like a bat of the hell and he's hiding Yeah. and they find him and we go to the hospital and it's his father, and my husband and my mother and me. And we're all in this room waiting for them to see if they're going to admit him.
1: Right. Is he restrained?
2: No, he's not. But the police officers are still there? They're outside. They're not in the room with us. Okay. They're not in the room with us. Let me go home. Let me go home. I'll take my medication. I don't want to be here. So anyways, they kept us there for maybe two hours, two and a half hours. And then they said they weren't going to take him. They weren't going to admit him. But come back the next day. So we go home and I'm a mess and I'm crying and begging him. Let's just leave it. And, you know, because you don't want to see them. No. Like that. (laughs) We did do... Uh, outpatient program.
1: They're fantastic. So Christina's went, done one. Yes, he I went nine. Think okay, great. I
2: guess they go nine to every nine to five for a couple weeks. It's well. Get, yeah, I think the minimum like that,
1: is three weeks.
2: Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he did do that. Great. Like he did do that program. And how did all. that work? Yeah, he went. It was good. He did. He did meet a girl in there that they they were talking to. They were talking back and forth. And, yeah, you know, it made him more comfortable for him. Okay, not Feel so odd. Yeah, good. Right, that he could relate to somebody that was there.
1: Yeah, great.
2: Yeah. So that worked out. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, cool. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you there, Deb, because we're out of time for today. I really appreciate your candor. I appreciate (laughs) your humor. (laughs) (laughs) Because honestly, uh, parents, for those that are listening, this happens. If I wouldn't have been the one that facilitated putting the book together, I would have been a lot more scattered than, than Deb was just now in, in, um, chronological orders and in what happened, when they saw what, and what right. the outcome was. Yeah. Um, you're, you know what? You're in trauma. You forget stuff. So don't yeah. be hard on yourselves if you're not forget if you're not remembering everything really great if you are going through it though do yourself and everybody else a favor that's going to try and help in this situation write it all down, mm-hmm. keep a file yep. and that way you're not going to forget just even if you jot something down once a day on what's happening or where you've been or what's happening, it makes the biggest difference in the world so people can actually track what's happened because uh, if you left it up to myself, somebody like me um, we never would have known, so I actually okay. had a file that I worked with for yep. sure Deb, it sounds like you did. I had a file okay. and that, that
2: would be the word had <laughs>
1: That's, <laughs> that's all right. He's a man now and he's yep. dealing with his own stuff and, yep. and you're not you're not so in it right now. So you right. didn't you don't have to wander around with your file like right I've got another another parent you guys have met uh you met Ian and Julie from um from last uh the last book and the last set of podcasts and uh wow Julie's file is quite extensive. So mm-hmm. uh that will be that's our that's our tip of the podcast today yes uh thank you very much for joining us guys and we'll see you on the other side thanks a lot we'll talk to you soon please review our podcast on itunes this will help us spread our message and reach all those who need some support don't forget to follow different from the other kids on facebook and twitter we have a book on amazon all of these interviews thanks for all your support we'll see you next week
0: different from the other kids season two Production of Marketing Maven Agency.
1: And now, a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I am not even that well educated. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on Different from the Other Kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate healthcare provider.
0: Thanks for listening to Different from the Other Kids Made possible with the support of Raven 5 We are Contest Marketing You can find them online at www.raven5.com Thanks for listening We'll see you next week.